Hey there. <laughs> That's the wrong energy. Hey there, partner. And welcome all down to Escape Hamilton. <laughs> There's something about the squeak at the end that made you sound like a preteen dressed in a giant coat trying to pretend you run a used car yard. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And we're trying to escape, escape Hamilton. Hamilton. We have multiple treats for you, and the first treat that we have is an apology for missing last week. We're very sorry. It's 2020. Please forgive. Whoops. <laughs> that sounded completely <laughs> insincere. <laughs> well, look, I think every single creator that I know and love always sets themselves deadlines and then misses them. So really, this just makes us cool. The main reason is that we've technically finished season one mm. of Escape Hamilton. We just didn't announce it in so many words when we finished it. So right now we're on the bonus bits and bobs for the holiday season, the BBBHS. <laughs> The BBBHS, the bonus bits and bobs for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And this is our first bit and bob, bit and or bob, mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. have for you. Mm -hmm. It's our awards spectacular special. Awards spectacular special. Well, you were doing the thing where you look at me intensely in my eyes when you want me to repeat, well, no, say say what you're saying in unison. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know. So <laughs> You tricked me? All right, so um, <laughs> let me just look at my notes here. Oh, look at you doing the foley for your notes <laughs> by ruffling your notes. <laughs> we wanted to recognize some of the cool things that we have seen, experienced, mm. done, that mm. have been made in Kitty Kitty Dollar Hamilton that we've gotten to talk about on the show over our first season. And what a season it's been. There's been Diet Coke. There's been regular Coke. There's been many beverages involved. Kirsty, do you remember any of the escape rooms we did? <laughs> what are you implying? That I'm just here for the beverages? I'm also here for the snacks. <laughs> well, maybe we can start with our first award, which was best pre-escape room snack that we had. Oh, first of all, I nominate the prawns from Mediterranean Kitchen, which is across the road from the Escapists. Mm -hmm. We had those twice, mm. I believe. Yes, uh, but both times we had it when we went to Lilypot Fun Zone Escape Rooms at Centre Place, because Mediterranean Kitchen is attached to the Centre Place complex place. Mm. One, you, you might say it's equidistant between the two. Oh. It's like the Oasis. 
the oasis? The, you know, you, you cross the great desert <laughs> that is the street that runs between Lily Pop Fun's own escape rooms at Center Place and the escapists. And in order to make sure you survive the journey, you stop at Mediterranean Kitchen for some prawns. Okay, I thought you meant more... Uh, I was getting Oasis conflated with a mirage. Mm. You know, like a, a place that doesn't really exist. Mm. It just sort of floats into vision when you need it most. Mm. Often mirages are of an oasis. Mm. 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 My nomination is going to be for the sausage roll that I had at Mavis's kitchen mm. before one of the confinement rooms. And also the burger place downstairs at Sky City Casino. <gasps> that was oh. a, a great little bite and a beer yes. that we had before we did the Lost Villa. And it, it meant that we didn't go into the room in the best frame of mind because we were one beer in. Yeah. But uh, the food was delicious. Yes, yes, it was. Well, and the winner of that award is whichever place you feel like going to on the day. Because as with all snacks, it's important to just follow your stomach and mm. your heart mm. at the same time. We, we can't declare a winner for that. No, God, no. Nor should we. Would you like to introduce the first award? Okay. The next award is the best room which in which to whomst take the Sorry, I I can't read. I'll do my best, though. The next award is the room to take a beginner to. Yes, if you've got a friend who's just moved to Hamilton and they want to try one of these escape rooms they've heard so much about, which one should you take them to first? My first nomination is going to be Camp Amity at the aforementioned confinement escape rooms on one of the floors at Sky City Casino. I think it's a very approachable room. It feels pretty low stakes, so there's not a lot of pressure. There are a lot of pretty cute puzzles involving very recognisable items. It feels quite playful. Even though we had issues with some of the puzzles in the second half of the room, I think it's really approachable. I think it's the sort of thing that someone could go to and go, oh, I get what this is about. Mm. That's Mm. my first nomination. My first nomination is Zilkeen. I think that the premise of being archaeologists really lends itself to searching and exploring. And if you're taking a beginner to an escape room for the first time and you tell them it's an archaeology room, I think just the premise will get them into a sort of escape room type headspace. And so, and it's also just really nice. I think it will um, convert a lot of people to escape room enthusiasts. My second nomination is Jungle Story at Lily Putt Fun's own escape rooms at Center Place. Some of the puzzles in this room are a little challenging or pushing it a little bit, but I think it has a really clear structure to it of you're going to do three rounds on this board game and you need to solve the 12 puzzles that move each of the pieces so even though some of the puzzles themselves may be a little challenging the fact that it has a really clear structure to it it's a good scaffold for a beginner Mm. to tackle their first room Mm. and i have one more no you have one more lamination i have one more lamination go on and that is 
Other graziness.、Mm-hmm. Mm. I think other graziness has the perfect combination of cryptic puzzles and quite practical, straightforward puzzles.、Mm. And so, if you're an experienced escape room player and you're taking a beginner, you can do the cryptic puzzles so that your friend learns how an escape room works. And then there's plenty of stuff that they'll be able to figure out themselves, so that they don't feel like they're just hanging around watching. And also, it's just a super fun, playful premise. Yeah, you're on the farm. You're doing farm stuff. Agree. And the winner is Silken from the Escapist. I might follow in some actual cheering <laughs> and applause there. <laughs> Why deprive the audience of my mouth sounds? All right.、Uh, <laughs> On to the second category, which is the best ambiance, the best ambiance for a room.、Uh, what room has the best vibe? Where would you want to hang out in, even if you weren't doing the escape room? What's a place that's got a mood? What's a place that's got lavish production design? Where feels nice to be? I can't think properly because Kirsty's waggling her eyebrows at me, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I think、um, you were creating a word picture, so I wanted to accompany it with some eyebrow contortion. My first nomination here is another nom for utter graziness, because even though I had a couple of issues with some of the puzzles in that room, and you know, there's also. The whole ethics of dairy industry to be considered. The vibe of the room is really upbeat and cartoony, and there's lots of little toy cows and fake grass, and it's sort of fun and playful.、Mm. And I really appreciated that.、Mm. Yeah, I'm going to take a complete U-turn here and say, if I was to take somebody out on a date. Uh huh. For some drinks to be served to us in an escape room, I would probably take them to Murdoch Manor. Right. Yeah, especially that front dining room area. Mm. Mm. If we had bottomless whiskey sours <laughs> being brought to us by the butler of Murdoch Manor, well, we could sit down in the armchairs and have a a good old chinwag about who Murdoch really is. I think that that would be. A good place to be. Yeah, absolutely.、Mm. In researching this episode and our awards, I went through and listened back to every episode that we did. And what I noticed is that every review that we did of a confinement room, we talked about how thought through and how detailed their production design is. That all their rooms are stuffed with realistic, authentic. Props and setting that just exude character、mm. and the setting of the place.、Mm. Yeah, it's it is exuberant. My next nomination. I can't let this category go past without talking about Bewitched、mm. at Escapist Entertainment. That room is just、uh, luscious.、Mm. There's so much detail, so much. Cozy goth aesthetic.、Mm. The the props that you handle are fantastic. They feel really lovingly crafted.、Um, yeah, 
I, I would hire that room for a party and mm. not do the puzzles yeah. just so that we could spend more time in the place. Yeah. Sit up and soak up the witchy vibes. Mm. Mm. Yes, I agree. And we're back. We had to take a little pause there because the kids next door decided to start playing basketball. Yeah, they were just having a wholesome game of ball outside. With the basket. In the fresh air. Yes, and it wasn't particularly conducive to good audio. And you know, we're about two things here. Escape rooms and and good good audio. audio. It's all these damn kids... Spending all their time outdoors these days. Why don't they get inside for some stale air? Yeah, who needs bone density, am I right? Haha, <laughs> I'd high five, but it would hurt too much. Because <laughs> of my brittle bones. All right, we were talking about the best ambiance category, Kirsty, and you were about to give your final nomination, which is... My final nomination is... Dun, da, 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 steampunk Submarine. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was very impressionistic in its approach, but it really made me feel like I was under the sea. Mm. Deep under the sea where it was dark and close and moist. (laughs) 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 And steampunky. I really dug it. To the point where, you know, I got a little hot and sweaty in that room because (laughs) it was dark and close and moist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are some escape rooms that will provide narrative justification for the puzzles or Mm. maybe some element in the room, but there's very few places that will find narrative justification for the temperature of the room. And the humidity of the room. (laughs) So our four nominations here are Utter Graziness, Murdoch Manor, Bewitched, and Steampunk Submarine. But the winner is... Murdoch Manor. Murdoch Manor. Best creation of a vibe. Best ambiance. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Confinement. We'll be delivering your trophy to one of the floors of the Sky City Casino. <laughs> Maybe this, the fourth floor? Maybe the second floor. Who knows? We're not going to reveal the answer to one of our long-running bits at this point. God, no. And now the next category is one of my favourites. It holds a place close to my heart. And that place close to my heart is Hinterland, because it's the best hint system. So before we can talk about these nominations, we're going to have to get in our limousine and drive all the way over to the red carpet of Hinterland. (laughs) If there's a hint system at an escape room you don't think has got enough recognition and should be honoured with an award, come with me. To Hinterland. There's a hint system that I just find works very well in world, and that is the hint system for heist. Mm. Mm. Buying hints with your money. Yeah. Yeah. How very elegant and how very diegetic. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. They could take it even further by having some in world reason that you're leaving the money behind but as it stands i think it it just straddles the boundary of like fourth wall breaking mm. nicely enough to mm. to work for a fuller description you can head back to our heist or heist 2.0 episodes but like kirsty says in essence you're trying to get out with as much money as you can and you can buy hints with the money from your booty <laughs> i remember those booty jokes from that episode and jim 
What is your first nomination for this category? My first nomination goes to the entire hint system at Lilypot Fun Zone Escape Rooms at Centre Place, where you can get as many hints as you want, but if you take more than three hints, you're no longer eligible for the Neum list. I think that's a nice balance of keeping things fair for the people who want to tackle the Neum list, while also keeping things nice and open for everyone else who isn't as competitive. Mm. Yeah, right on. Just a straightforward functional hint system. Mm. Love it. And speaking of straightforward, that ties into my second nomination for best hint system, which is Escape HQ with their policy of take as many hints as you gosh darn well want. It's really simple, but it works. Just their philosophy is you should be having a good time while you do this, and if you're getting stuck, we're going to come in and help you, Mm. either with pre-recorded hints that we can drop in, or by giving you bespoke personalised ones over the walkie-talkie. Those are our nominees, and we can announce that the winner of Best Hint System goes to Escape HQ for their policy of have at it, fools. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Escape. Congratulations. Congratulations. You haven't even been drinking this time. Sorry, I mean, you haven't even been drinking. (laughs) I've just been smashing the booch. (laughs) Which is another way of saying drinking kombucha. Yeah, smashing the booch. (laughs) What? It's not rude. I'm just... Moving right along. Our next... Our next puzzle, gosh, what's happening to me? Our next prize is for the most elegant puzzle. This is a puzzle that combines story and setting and innovation in logic and lateral thinking all together into one tasty little Cornish pasty (laughs) that you can just on up. Yes. When I think of most elegant puzzle, I think of the fact that um, when you get really good at maths, you can find certain equations beautiful and certain other equations ugly. And I think that also applies to escape rooms. Like Mm. when you've been around the block the way we have, there are certain puzzles that just make you weep. With with joy. There are some puzzles that make you weep with other emotions, but there are some puzzles that make you weep with joy. Yes. I have a feeling I know one that you're going to nominate, Jim. Oh. Yeah. Let me just look at my notes. <laughs> now, now I'm second guessing which of my nominations is the one that you think I'm going to nominate. Well, you see, the thing is, listeners, Jim did a lot of preparation for this episode and I did none. and so I'm coming up with my nominations on the fly and so for this category one popped immediately into my head as being one of the most beautiful puzzles I've ever seen and I thought "Mm, Jim probably already has that one no you can go ahead okay there is a puzzle in Silkeen and it involves light and reflective surfaces Mm -hmm. and just the simplicity and the practicality of it and the fact that I have seen mirrors and light used in uh, The Mummy starring Rachel Weisz. (laughs) (laughs) This is Brendan Fraser-Rasier. Brendan Fraser was there too. (laughs) All of those things combined to make it one of 
the best puzzles I've ever seen. And I believe I took some time while we were solving the room to go on about how much I loved it. Oh, same. We wouldn't shut up about it. (laughs) My first nomination, there were lots of things that I could have said from the Chamber of Magic room at Lilypot Fun's own escape rooms at Centre Place because there was lots of really seamless design in that room. You know, when we talk about an elegant design, another thing that comes to my mind is, like, no loose ends. Like, everything gets used. It's all very... There's there's no sort of extraneous elements. And the Chamber of Magic room delivered that in spades. So there was a lot of dressing, but the vast majority of the set dressing got used, even when you weren't expecting it to. So I could talk about the way that the wands in that room came back and were used in lots of different ways. I could talk about some of the magical things that appeared and disappeared, but I'm going to actually give it to uh, this really minor puzzle that I don't think you even did that involved putting books back on the bookshelf and that revealing things. Because it was a lovely combination of technology, of set dressing, of the sort of magical premise of the room and... This is a terrible category for not giving spoilers. I know. Um, so I'm just going to nominate that that whole room, but specifically uh, this one puzzle involving the bookshelves. Mm, mm. I've thought of my second nomination. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Bewitched, there was a puzzle. Okay, let me back up a bit. In Bewitched, it was stipulated that you need at least four players. And one of the very first puzzles you do utilizes all four players in such a wonderful way. Not only does it um, mean that everybody is involved in solving this puzzle, but the way you solve it together actually makes you feel closer as a team. Mm. Yeah. Without giving too much away, it involves physical touch in um, just a very nice friendship-like way. (laughs) Mm. Again, blending magic and technology Mm. and storytelling Mm. in a really lovely way. Speaking of backing up, I'm going to back all the way back up to our first episode and talk about the dark side of the room room. (gasps) Because as a... I was about to say as a musician, but as someone who did four years of music theory at high school (laughs) there were some really nice music puzzles there that used musical equipment and elements in uh, very cool ways Mm. Um, again I can't say too much without going into spoilies so plugging in different bits of equipment finding new and exciting uses for different musical instruments it was like good Italian cooking, where there's only a few ingredients, but they're perfectly ripe and flavoured and cooked to perfection to create mm. a delicious combination. Mm. Mm. This award is sponsored by Legos. <laughs> Legos, let's go eat them. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner... Of the most elegant puzzle goes to Light and Mirrors in Sulking. Simply for the fact that we could not shut up about it while we were doing the room itself, mm-hmm. we're giving it to Sulking. Mm-hmm. Our next category Best Storytelling. Ooh. 
a room that told a story as、mm. well as having an escape room <laughs> in it. In it. I'm going to go first,、mm-hmm. and my first nomination is for Camp Amity at Confinement because it's not the most complicated story, but I think it's a story that rhymed with the premise of the escape room really neatly.、Mm-hmm. They told a simple story, but they told it very well. The premise of that room is that you're breaking into a rival summer camp to try and steal their school mascot. And the design of the room, all the little details, made the whole world feel really lived in, and there was lots of environmental storytelling that supported the main premise、mm. of the room. My first nominee for best storytelling goes to Forsaken Farmhouse <laughs> 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 because it was just a good old slasher romp. Yeah, yeah. It um, the narrative was fairly simple. You you go to a forsaken farmhouse. There's a killer there. You got to、mm. find your way out.、Um, but because it was so tropey,、mm. you could sort of project your own ideas onto it. And I think stories sometimes they're about the negative space. They're about what's not there as much as what is there. Yes, forsaken farmhouse. So those are our nominees, and we can reveal that the winner is Camp Amity. Congratulations, Confinement, on your victory over storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you were singing that. Congratulations, Confinement, on your victory. <laughs> I like you. You looked so tense, and that's why I was pausing to just be like, <laughs> "How can I fix this?" To keep me in、yeah. suspense. <laughs> no, no, I was literally just trying to think of a way to calm you. <laughs> like I've upset Jim. How do I fix this? Oh, you know, this isn't therapy, <laughs> is it? All right.、Uh, do you want to announce our final award category, Kirsty? Okay, the final category for this wonderful awards night is the most innovative design. This is for the room and the room designers who are pushing boldly into the future of escape rooms. They're escaping the status quo and they're going out into the foyer, which has the future of escape <laughs> rooms in it. So we're looking for rooms that had a fascinating twist、mm. that did things just a little differently,、mm. just a wee bit. What's your first nomination, Kirsty?、Uh, I would like to nominate the dark side of the room room.、Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, there is one puzzle in particular that I was very taken with, both then and now,、mm-hmm. and. It was the only kind of non-diegetic puzzle,、mm. and it involved、uh, harnessing the power of sound waves. Yeah. Yes, and yeah, I, that was just delightful. My first nomination is for Heist at Escapist because the way the room works. Is built around a central question of how do you get someone to come back and do the same room multiple times, and so the central mechanic of the room that you're trying to get out as much money as you can in an hour just feels really new and different. 
And because of that, there's so much that's stuffed into the room because it's designed to not be done in an hour. Mm. It It's only several months after it's been opened that I think anyone has been able to get through the entire thing. So it's all very innovative. If you go back and listen to our episode on Heist and Heist 2.0, we address some of the finer points of what works, what doesn't. But uh, in terms of raw innovation, which is what art is all about, Mm -hmm. uh, I have to give uh, my first nomination to Heist Mm -hmm. and Heist Mm 2.0. I I think it's unfair to split them apart. Yeah, we can bundle them. Yeah. Yeah. What's your next nomination, Kirsty? My next nomination is a room that I have nominated before. Mm -hmm. It is Bewitched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go on. Yes. It is... A room that is done together but separately and so it really makes you tune in to your roommates Mm. you have to be able to talk to each other and think about what they're seeing because you are in these two separate rooms with just a little mouse hole connecting you you've got to be alone comma together (laughs) the real magic of that room it's the magic of friendship, Kirsty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My final nomination for innovative, innovative design. It's a subcategory of innovative design. Uh, my last nomination is for Jungle Story at Lilliput Von Zone Escape Rooms at Centre Place. The central... Like I said before, they're doing something completely different in that room where each puzzle you solve gives you the number of pieces to number of places to move a piece and that lets them do some really interesting and different things that you won't see in other escape rooms um and it was really refreshing Mm. to try it out um so big ups to them (laughs) i'm turning into a breakfast radio dj (laughs) and we've got a shout out here from steve in gisborne (laughs) hello Hey, Steve, you're live on uh, ZN. <laughs> what would you like to say on the radio? Oh, could you play the new Harry Styles track? Sure thing. <laughs> this one's for you, Steve. It's called That's What Makes You Even Beautifuler by Harry Styles. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> and the winner of Innovative Design... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And the No, I'm using it. <laughs> okay. And the winner of innovative design <laughs> is B Witched. Bibi. A stellar room from start to finish. The only room that both of us gave five out of five to. Mm-hmm. And the winner of the most innovative prize the nativity of rooms (laughs) if you will so congratulations to escapist entertainment for the win and that concludes our awards season episode Mm -hmm. we'll have to do another one of these at the end of season two Mm. once we've gone through and done lots of other rooms elsewhere in the surrounding regions (laughs) (laughs) so we will 
design, make, 3D print, and distribute no trophies. (laughs) I don't know. I think fictional awards with no stakes are the best awards. I agree. Alrighty, you can follow us on Instagram at Escape Hamilton. Mm -hmm. You can... Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can make some awards for your friends. Just make sure you give an award to all your friends because your friends are probably special and love you. And it's nice to validate them. Yeah. And send it to them in the post. They'll like that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they live overseas. That's a little tough at the moment. Mm, Yeah, it'll take a while. Sorry, I just tried to send some Christmas cards last week. And oh boy, trying to send a parcel at the moment is a pricey business. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. That's it for season one. Yeah, we'll have some more special features for you in the coming weeks, days, months, and years. But until we work out what they are, our releases will be a little intermittent. So stay tuned. We'll we'll be back with more for you soon. We've been Escape Hamilton. What? We've never said that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> So you know it's escapist entertainment, not the escapists. No. <laughs> Look, Jim, I think the thing we've learned the most from our time together is I haven't been paying attention <laughs> to anything. I don't commit anything to memory that I haven't ingested. Oh, dear. <laughs>